Hello, it's Brandy, and I am so thankful to have you as a listener. I really appreciate it. If you ever need to get a hold of me, in the show notes will be my email and other platforms, your choice. I answer all my emails, my direct messages, comments, as you know, because I preach that it's one of my rules. So that's what I do. Right now, I am working on an ebook that I'm excited to share with my newsletter subscribers. And if you have any suggestions for that, definitely email me and I will um, respond, of course, because I appreciate you. I appreciate you as a listener and as a follower and your ideas. So thanks. Today, episode six, we are going to talk about content planning. I think part of what slows down um, a lot of people's growth on social media is decision fatigue. You know, we kind of, we don't know what to post and we got other things to work on and we'll just get to all these other things. And by the end of the day, whew, now we got to make a decision about what to post. Eh, I'm hungry. What's on Netflix? And decision fatigue is a real thing. Uh, we grownups have a lot of decisions to make throughout the day. And the ones that can be pushed aside often are. So let's talk about content planning. Every post does not need to have been created that day. Your videos that you post don't need to have been created the day you post them. Your um, blogs or your your episodes with podcasting, all of them can be created in what's called a batch. That is one option for content planning. Some people sit down, and you probably have heard of this, and will sit down and they'll do all their content for the month or a month coming up. And one of the people who I love who talks about this really well is Amy Porterfield and gives you ideas. You can scroll through her podcasts and she gives you some great structure for how to plan out your um, content on any platform. And for those of us though, if you are a little bit newer to social media and you're not quite at the one month, three month, six month content planning phase, or maybe you're like me and I appreciate it if you are, and I realize there are a few of us, you actually really enjoy thinking about what to post and what feels right for that day. And you like taking that time to do your content. I really do. Um, do I miss days? Of course. But, you know, I think those are good things because it's important to show up and engage. And we'll talk about that too as part of your planning. So no pressure if you miss a day to post. Um, you know, there's going to be another day. So let's talk about those of us who aren't at the one month, three month, or six month phase of planning our content. And maybe you're at, what do I do to just get into the habit? Or maybe you really do like to have your content reflect a little bit more of what you see, hear, or notice going on in the world, or um, a little bit more about what you're feeling or what you're experiencing in your business or how you're applying your business in your life. And that would need to be not planned out six months in advance or even a month. So I completely appreciate that approach of more in the moment on that day or maybe a week at a time. 
what I would suggest to you is think about a Monday, Wednesday, Friday approach with a Tuesday, Thursday engagement. And I recently gave this plan to a client who is in his office on a you know routine and can set the time on his calendar that says, you know, content creation or post and can speak to his audience at a real time. You know, this client is in uh, the mortgage industry and that changes day to day, right? And if you're in the market for a house, holy smokes, you're just like, what is going on? Um, you know, which markets do I follow? And this one's down and that one's going up. Is that good or bad? And what does this all mean for what I'm going to have to pay for a house? Or can I afford a house? Well, that's real moment to moment stuff. And so planning that out really far is not really the best approach for this client. And what we have him doing is each day at a certain time, record a short video of what's happening in the markets, what's happening in his field, what's happening probably with clients who are coming to him or people who are currently shopping for a house. I like to give examples of other people and their business and what they're doing because I think we can learn a little easier when it's not us. You know, you sit down with friends or you sit down with, you know, thinking about content for somebody else. It seems a lot easier it's a lot easier to see what somebody else ought to pitch or talk about or post or share about their life because it's a little bit more objective and when it's someone else. And so that's what I'm going to keep doing is, is giving examples of other people. Because I think even though you're probably not in the mortgage industry, hearing somebody else what they're doing could be very helpful for you to then apply it to what's appropriate for your business or your platform. And so that is definitely a content plan that is in the moment. So we talked about having him come out on Mondays, short video, what's going on in the markets, what he expects, what's happening a little bit in his life, and how kind of business is going overall. That incorporates something that's helpful for his followers, that incorporates what he is anticipating. So in other words, for the followers to know what he's thinking about for the week and how that could be helpful to them. And it also allows the followers to get to know him as a person and his story arc of his business and what he's growing. So you're really drawing in people and that really matters. And then Wednesday, a check-in, was that prediction correct or has thing or has the world shifted dramatically in 48 hours? And it has at times when it comes to the markets and financial matters. And then Friday is kind of a recap and what he's going to be doing that weekend and how the week went and wishing his followers a good week. Tuesday, Thursday is only engaging. Get on that platform, engage, respond to all comments and questions and messages and take an interest in your followers. What are they doing or the people that you're following? Look for more people to follow, you know, follow them first. And that is a content plan. That is a way of approaching your social media platform. If you're somebody who can, you know, kind of has a regulated schedule or somebody who just kind of thinks in terms of this, then that, and then this next thing on my calendar, and you can put it on that calendar 
15, 20 minutes a day, off you go and get it done. And we tend to think that if I'm not on, you know, every time I'm in a, in a line at the grocery store or I'm not on my social media, you know, before bed and when I first wake up, then if I can't do that, then I can't do any of it. Well, that's not true. Some people do really like to be on social media a lot and good for them. And yes, there is an advantage to that. Unless, of course, you're uh, not getting other responsibilities done. That's another episode. Um, but it, you can be effective with just 15, 20 minutes a day if you're really coming on to a platform to help other people, to give them some information, to let them get to know you, to bring them into your story of what you're doing in the world. And also to respond to them and take an interest in them. It doesn't have to be every time the world stops around you, you get on your phone and check social media. It doesn't need to be like that. If you prefer to be on social media rather than Netflix or Prime or other platform, you know, other entertainment platforms, great. You know, some people really do enjoy it more. I do enjoy losing myself in a good movie or a good series. And um, I'm not always on social media, but when I'm there, I'm there for my followers. I'm there to engage with them. I'm there to help lift them up in their day, to give them some tips about engaging and to, you know, make it worth following me. Because there are a lot of people out there and there's a lot of other people they could be following or paying attention to, you know? And make sure that I'm consistent and my voice, my brand, the voice of my brand is consistent. Another way to do your content planning is to maybe do a week at a time. If you're someone who's on Canva and you're creating imagery, absolutely, you can create five posts. You can have a template and re redo it, add in the new information. You can also do five videos, five short, three short videos at a time. I often, when the weather is really nice, I love to go sit in my backyard. And uh, usually my dog is out there with me, Bella and I go out back and I'll record several videos when I've been hearing from followers about what's on their mind when it comes to social media. And I just kind of do one after another. Um, <laughs> ideally, maybe I should change out my shirt or hats or something um, because part of my memory is remembering what I was wearing for different videos. But then I just, you know, save the video with the name of what the topic is. Um, but it does make me laugh when I look down at my phone and there's all these videos with the same shirt on. Um, and I'm going to post them on different days. I either could look like I do a lot of laundry or I don't ever change my shirts. <laughs> Or nobody really notices is probably the real story there. Nobody's probably really noticing. Um, so that's another way to do it. You, know, you can tell I have a bias for video. Two to three minute short videos that you upload to IGTV. Let the first minute be in your feed. That is my absolute bias. Um, you upload it to your Facebook account. You can then upload it to YouTube. You can upload it everywhere. And it saves you... Um, from having to redo things that get you moving forward. I think uh, video, I love the spontaneity of it. And um, I, it's for me, it's just very convenient. And I would, I probably, 
I ought to put together some sort of program or coaching program to help people get used to doing video. I think once you've hit about 10, you're good to go. Um, and you get to know what kind of lighting you look best in how to hold the the phone or your camera, you know, never underneath your face. We don't want to look up your nose. Um, and you do get more and more comfortable with it. And also accepting the fact that people do want to see what you look like and who you are. And, you know, I'm no beauty queen. I'm in my forties and, um, I do my best to come on looking the best I can, but, um, I'm not, you know, I'm not young, but I'm not, you know, I'm not disheveled <laughs> and it's okay. You know, you look how you look, just do the best, feel the best as far as comfort as you can and be you. People want to get to know you and see you. Um, do you do a video every single day? Hmm. I don't know. I don't. I think it's a little bit much. I do more video for my uh, friends group, my set aside group in Instagram. They get more Instagram information than uh, followers who are not part of that group. And I think I leave it at that. You can try it out to have video go up every day. Um, it does seem a bit much, but it's your platform. You got to test out what works with your followers. Absolutely. I like to do one or two videos that go up of information for my uh, Facebook business, for my various platforms, I should say. And then other things are often wishing people that, you know, a good day or what they've been doing or just hoping that they're doing all right. I like to do messages of encouragement and I like to share a little bit about my personal life, whether it's a trip uh, my husband, me and my husband just took, or something about my dog. My kids do not want to be on my Instagram account. And I completely honor that. If it changes though, I'd be pretty excited to post some things about them, but, uh, they don't want to. So that's fine. Um, my dog has no choice and she doesn't really care. So that works out well. Um, I found too, that cross platform, um, is good to test. Like my dog does really well on Instagram, not so great on Facebook. And that's okay. So when it comes to planning out your content, consider batching. Definitely doesn't need some recapping here. It doesn't need to be one month or three or six. It can be for the week ahead. It can be when you're in a good mood, sit down and capture a bunch of video, drop little bits of information of what you have to offer and sit down with Canva, do several creative bits, um, posts, and Canva, if you don't know Canva, go give it a try. It is incredibly useful. It's so easy. Go play on it. It's free. The free level you can do so much with. And um, I do have the pro level. Um, it does offer more for what I really can use. And I do find it worth the 13 or so dollars a month. Um Oh, goodness, an ominous so. Oh, my Toastmasters group would be all over that. I am going to start offering also at the end of each podcast just a little bit of free information, a free tidbit where you can go out and take advantage of something that's free and some sort of like motivational boost. So we're going to get to that in a couple minutes. And I want you to remember when it comes to your content, it is your content. It, it is about and how you bring things to the world, your message, your tone, 
how it is that people are experiencing you. Remember, my ebook is going to talk a lot about this. How do people feel after they see one of your posts or one of your videos? Do they feel in, you know, uplifted or maybe engaged with you? Do they feel happier? Do they feel like they've gained something? Um, these things matter. It, maybe, you, you know, your stick is you want them to feel some other ways and that's fine too. But being consistent with that and being conscious of it is important because that's your brand. We are all our own brand now, your brand, your platform, your voice, one braid of, you know, many different, many strands. So please keep that in mind. Now we're going to move on to something that I think you will find quite handy. Did you know in Linktree, first of all, Linktree is really easy to use. I encourage everybody to have a Linktree. Um, uh, go and put it, you know, with your Instagram account. Did you know that you can copy that where it says in the upper right-hand corner, copy this link and put it in your profile for Instagram? You can use that link in any anywhere. I decided to put it or my learn more button on my business Facebook page. So then you go to Linktree and you can link out to my YouTube. You can link out to my newsletter. You can link out to podcasts all over the place instead of just my website. I like my website, but maybe somebody wants to go see other things or they're interested in other areas. So I'm kind of giving that a try. So I don't know if that's something you've ever considered doing and I'll keep you posted on that. See how that goes. And I also want to leave you with something that I think is really important. What you have to offer to the world really does matter. And it's really important. Your perspective matters. Your voice matters. It is not easy to bring it to the world. It is not easy to necessarily monetize it or grow a business from it. But it does matter. And even, even I don't like the expression even if, but even if you are bringing an uplifting or informational voice to social media and you don't expect to ever monetize it, you are still making a difference. When I first came on social media, I really, really focused on uplifting creatives. And I think creatives need a lot of uplifting and encouragement. Everybody does, I should say, in their fields. I still focus on uplifting people, not just creatives, but everybody. And I think that that makes a difference. You can make a difference with your voice and what you feel is important, even if you're not planning to build out a business on it. If you are building out a business, bring your voice into it, share your perspective, allow people to get to know you and the story arc of what it is that you're building. It matters. People do care and they are interested. And that we'll wrap up this episode. You may notice that I've added some ads into my podcast and I really do believe in what I'm saying in those ads. Um, right now it's just with Anchor who I am very grateful to. They are the platform on which I am recording this for free. Thank you, Anchor. Thank you so much. And with that, I'm going to let you go. This is a little longer than usual. I appreciate you hanging into the end. Thanks again. I appreciate you. You can ways to contact me will be in the show notes. Bye.